Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to my podcast. I know I sound a little bit jolly, but the conversation that we're going to have today will not be very jolly because it's been taking me like a few days to kind of like put my thought together because I'm very frustrated. Um, so today we're going to talk about Omar C and the comments he made about the Western reactions to the Ukrainian war the Ukraine and Russia conflict. And the reason why I want to emphasize that he was talking about Western reaction and not the Ukrainian war as a problem is because people are conflicting the, the two. So, um, the, and this episode will actually, cause I scheduled other episodes, but this episode, I'm recording this on January 5th, and this one will go out before the previous episode that I recorded, because I think this discussion will set, um, will set a sort of like, maybe a history footprint for the other episodes that are going to follow. So even though I'm recording this later than the other episodes, you're going to get this episode first. So if you're so if you listen to this episode and then the other and the other episode come out, you will understand why I made this episode go first. So let's talk about Omar C. Omar C is a French citizen of Senegalese descent. He was born in France and he's an actor. He has this new movie about um a war. I'd never really get into the movie. And he made a comment about how France and other Western countries are so flabbergasted by what is going on in Ukraine and they don't have the same reaction. So I'm paraphrasing here when they don't have the same reaction to when things happen in Africa. And a lot of the reaction, the backlash is getting is how dare you talk about this? France has helped out in wars in Africa and all that. And when I read the comments and I saw the reactions to his comments, my emotional side got very pissed. <laughs> and the reason why it took a couple of days for me to stop putting this in a recording is because I wanted to kind of get over my emotional side and I wanted to be logical. I am a logical person, so I wanted to be very logical when I gave you my commentary on this situation. To begin, before we do that, I want to to kind of give you a little bit of background of myself. I think you guys know a lot of myself, but I, as you know, I'm all about positionality. And and I told you this in the first episode that you are going to hear different opinion based on different identities, different subjectivities that I assign myself to. So to begin, let's be clear. What is happening in Ukraine? The aggression by the Russian government to Ukraine is wrong. It's wrong, 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 wrong. As someone who loves history, as someone who's into global peace, development, international development, uh, I'm someone who cares about refugee rights and everything, I can tell you the world do not need more refugees. I was a former child refugee. I remember growing up in a refugee camp. It is not a place for anyone, for Mother, child, parent, family, grandfather, like no one should be in a refugee camp. And no one should have to be forced 
to move out of their home for someone's selfish reasons. So let's begin there. It is wrong, 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 wrong. The reason why in 2022 I stopped watching the news was because I was getting emotionally like triggered by what was going on in Ukraine. I couldn't take it. I couldn't watch the bomb going in in hospitals. I could not just take it. I was just my heart was just going I was exploding to be honest. But the second reason why I couldn't take it was because of the western response. You had journalists talk about, "Oh my god, this is happening in a European city, in a European country. These are European this is happening to. This is not a third world country. This is not this. This is not that. You only see this happening in third world countries as if it happening in third world country should be the norm. It should not be the norm for a person to come violate somebody in their own home. And when you're talking to an African and you're telling them like, "Can you imagine somebody coming to your home and starting a war on your territory?" Yes, we can. That's literally African history. Okay, sorry. I said I wasn't going to get I said I wasn't going to get emotional. <laughs> oh lord, okay. Let's go back. Yes, we can. Yes, we can imagine that because that was literally our that is our history of people coming starting wars on our land, people claiming our land as their own. Hell, we speak other people's languages. In order for an African to succeed, they have to speak a foreigner languages as a national language. So yes, we can. We can imagine that. And having educated people go on TV talk about like oh this is not a third world country oh this is not this no anyone can be a refugee refugees should not be synonymous to brown and black people it shouldn't we shouldn't just look at people from coming from the south of america as refugee or migrants or whatever and the reason why the west reaction to this would turn someone like me to not even care about the Ukrainian war even though as a former refugee I don't want to see anyone become a refugee I don't that's not a wish that I have for people I don't wish that on anybody but you can trigger my emotional side to not care based on responses like that when you're basically telling me yes if it happens in a third world country you, you know it's understandable but happening in Ukraine in a European country this shouldn't be happening that's a slap in our faces that's literally you telling us how you view us and he's right and again i hate comparing um different group who are suffering like i hate doing like comparing the ukrainian refugees to the syrian refugees i hate doing that but we have to call those things out and in the backlash that Omar C is receiving the one word that they're calling him is ingrate how dare you talk about friends like that you're an ingrate why is he an ingrate he's french so why is he an ingrate why is what he's saying any different if another french citizen said that and the reason why you can call him an ingrate is because his blackness betrays his frenchness 
Because he's black, you don't see his Frenchness. You see him as an other. He's not French to you because he's black. That's why you can call him an ingrate. That's why you cannot criticize what he's saying, but you're criticizing him. You are, not you are not criticizing what is being said. You're criticizing the person who is saying it because that person should not be talking the way he's talking. He should be grateful to have been born to a country like France and be French, even though you don't see him as French, even though he's French uh, like through a technicality. And I think... That puts us like in a very weird situation because I am a first-generation immigrant to the United States. I was raised here. This is the only country where I've ever had citizenship. And when things happen, and I've been in so many situations where people be like, yeah, you can talk, you know, you should be grateful. You know, I have, um, what's that called? imposter syndrome every single day because i feel like oh this is the country that saved me from the refugee camp so i shouldn't be you know criticizing it but how do you expect me to be american when you don't expect me to have the american like the freedom that american have which is freedom of speech our liberty to express ourselves is what makes us American. That's what America was funded on. You will criticize an immigrant, telling them they don't want to integrate, they don't want to do anything, they just want, like, they bring up their culture, they don't want to, like, you know, integrate or, you know, take part of the American um, society. But when they try to participate in the American discourse, you tell them to shut up. Because they're not really Americans. So... Which one should we go by? Do you want me to integrate or not? Because part of my integration is to think as an American and to have the rights that all Americans have. So if you're telling me that freedom of speech is fundamental to who an American is, so why, if I criticize something that America does, I'm, I'm, I'm an ingrate? Why is that? Why is Omar C talking about Western response makes him an ingrate? And the funny and the funny thing that his critics are saying, like, well, France has been like have come to wars in Africa. Yes, because they started those damn wars. They had to come. How the hell are you gonna start a war and not expect to participate in it? Never mind, Bush did. Never mind. Okay, again, I'm going back to being emotional. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. I think maybe I should have taken a few more days to calm down before I made this video. But yeah. Of course they had to come. Because most of the wars that we have in Africa what is a substance of colonialism. Not a substance, but a symptoms or like something. You know what I'm trying to say of colonialism, so of course you have to participate. The troubles in Nigeria, France. In Senegal, France. Hell, even if you look at the genocide in Rwanda, Belgium have some, some feet in it, have some hands on it. So of course you have to participate, but don't act like you participate all the time. Don't act like you do. Don't act like you come and save us. You don't save us. 
Remember Darfur? People were dying. And the United States didn't do anything. That's when you call for sovereignty. To someone like us, by us I mean Africans or Latin Americans or whatever, what Russia is doing is not any different than what Europe did. It's not. Let's be logical about it. It's not. For selfish reason, a country decides to invade another country? Yeah, the West has done that so many times. It's wrong of Russia. It's also wrong for the West. You can't say that it's only wrong for Russia. How dare they? When America have done the same thing. And the reason why it is aggravating to hear the response of the West towards what's happening in, in Ukraine is because, like, it wasn't even a year when we had an influx of Afghan refugees. You Before the takeover of the Taliban, you had people go be like, yes, let's go to Afghanistan, help our women, because they are people, they are this, they are that and everything. They deserve our help, they deserve our attention, they deserve our money, they deserve all that we can offer. What happened when they became refugees? The West changed its tune. We don't know who's coming into the country. They can be terrorists. How come when it was about you getting money to go there, they weren't terrorists? But when they became refugees, they became terrorists. Again, this othering of the black and brown bodies. You have Syrian refugees being told, like, hey, if you cross our border, we will shoot you. Even in the Ukraine war, you literally had racism where... Oh, because you're black, we're not going to take you to refuge. Oh, yes, yeah, stay here to fight with us. This is not my war. Why should I stay to fight with you? I'm a student. I came in to study. Why should I suddenly become a soldier? Again, it does sound like we're pitting each other, like we're pitting against each other here, but we're not. We are not. Let's be logical about it. We are not. Stop making refugees synonymous to black and brown bodies. Stop making war a mundane thing that only happens to black and brown countries. You know who's been to the longest war ever? Americans. So we are prone to go to war. Not just not not with each other, but with other people, we are prone to go to war. So stop it. Stop calling him an ingrate. If you care about human rights, you should care about every human right. Every, regardless of color, regardless of country of origin. Every lives matter. And don't you dare conflict what I'm trying to say with, oh yeah, all lives matter, and like we're not having that conversation. That's a that's a discussion for another thing. I do not want you to take my words and be like, well, she the black girl say all lives matter, so we're not talking about that. We're talking about this situation. 
If we're gonna value Ukrainian life, we should value Afghan refugees' lives. We should value Syrian refugees' lives. We should value African refugees' lives. We should value South Americans' refugees um refugees' lives. We should value everyone from every walk of life. And stop calling somebody like us, like me, an ingrate because we live quote unquote in your country. America belongs to me as much as it belongs to a white person who's been here since the Mayflower. And in the John, in the in the words of John Lewis, we don't criticize America or a country like France or Great Britain because we hate it. No. We criticize it because we want it to live up to the value that it stands for. I love being American. I do. Someone from my background deserves to be an American because an American is a blend of culture and ideas. And that's who I am. I am a blend of culture and idea. I am the perfect representation of what America should look like. So stop it. Stop calling us ungrateful. And stop caring about things equally. See what happened when you guys did not care about the pen, like the, the COVID-19 thing? See what happened when you just say, oh, it was only in China, so we shouldn't care about it, and not everyone was affected? That's what happens when you don't care about where something is happening over there. That little over there mentality is what's going to screw all of us up. I will give you a story before I finish. So in 2019, I was in France. I was actually going to Germany to visit my family when the church Notre Dame de Paris um, burned down. And I remember I got to Germany and I was talking to my cousin. My cousin was like, oh my God, did you hear about the church burning down? And I was like, yeah, I really don't care. She's like, how dare you? How can you not care? I told her, I was like, do you know that there's a cyclone in Mozambique? This was her exact response. Mozambique is far away. Why should I care about that when France is closer to me? And I was like, well, that's the reason why I don't care. Even though I've never been to Mozambique. Even though I don't know whenever I will ever meet that country. But I care that people were dying because there was a cyclone. The church got, like, the church got funded the next day. You had billionaires putting money to that the next day. But people's lives in Mozambique was changed forever. Some people lost their life. They lost their family members. So if we start going to that cycle of, I will care for you only when you care for me, or I'm not going to care for those people because they're far away, then the world would never be at peace. Then we will be spending so much time pointing fingers instead of doing some actions to bring equity into the world. And yes, I do understand that it gets annoying and it sometimes feels unsympathetic to what the people of Ukraine are going through. I am in support of Ukraine. I do think countries like the United States and European countries should do everything to end the war in Ukraine because I do believe that if we don't act, it might spill over. But my point and Omar C's point is this. The same energy that you're putting in Ukraine, 
the same amount of money that you're putting in Ukraine, you should do that for other countries. Because you have shown that you do have the money to spend when it comes to a white country. You have shown that you do have the resources to give when it comes to a white country. So do the same thing for brown countries. And don't make us don't make us to look like idiots or assholes for calling you out on it. We should care about everyone. But don't tell us to st- like we should fall in line because we're talking about Ukraine, so we shouldn't bring up other countries where you have fucked up. That's not right. We should be able to call you out regardless of the color of our skin. We should be able to do that. So in conclusion, whew, that was a lot. <laughs> Ooh, that was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But y'all, in conclusion, just be kind to one another. Be kind to anyone that you meet, regardless of the color of their skin, regardless where they come from, regardless of the accents that they have. You should be kind, kind, kind. You should always extend your hand. You know, as a Christian, there are two things that I know about the Christian faith. The first rule is, Love the Lord, love the Lord your God and everything. But love someone like you love yourself. Do unto others what you, you would like to be done to you. Think about if this was your family. Think about if this was, think about if everything was in reverse. Where brown countries were the most powerful and white countries were the disadvantaged one. Would you want help from the, the brown countries? I bet you would. So... Why not give them the same courtesy that you would like to be given to you? All right, beautiful people. This is where I'm going to end. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being um, a follower. I found out that I am on Amazon Music, on Amazon Podcast. I am on Spotify and other places that I should probably remember. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening. So far, it has been an amazing experience. I hope to hear from you soon and thank you for listening bye y'all see you next week peace